This is Advancing Your Business, Your People, and Legacy podcast, where we will discuss all things impacting the growth, value, and sustainability of privately held businesses. This podcast is produced by the Rawls Group, Business Succession Planners, and I am Kendall Rawls, your host. Hey, Joe, um, can you please share a little bit about the history of your business? Sure. Um, I bought the, I worked for Volvo Heavy Truck, and I bought the Volvo Heavy, they decided to get rid of their company stores. I went to work for them in 91, and then a little while later, they decided to sell them, and I bought uh, the store in 94, February 94, and then we had it for about uh, nine years, and then we sold the Bobo store, sold the franchise. Bobo was changing a bunch of things, and we bought the Ford franchise, and then we've also got Autocar, which is a garbage truck, uh, and um, we've been very fortunate. We've done very well, and uh, I get the, um, we're real pleased. We sold the Volvo franchise because uh, for a lot of different reasons. And then the, the kids really didn't like the heavy duty part of the business. We're in the commercial and retail part of the business with Ford, right in the middle of downtown Houston, uh, maybe five minutes from the downtown. So you know, things are, are, we're real pleased with the franchise we have and where we're located. I mean, Houston's as good a city to be as there is in the whole world as far as I'm concerned. Now, Brett, I grew up here. <laughs> <laughs> How many um, generations have you had the business for? Well, I'm first generation. So I bought it in, you know, in the mid-90s, uh, started the business. And then my dad was a salesman, and he sold vehicles. In fact, I was... We were at the same place. I was sales manager and he was a salesman. So my dad actually worked for me. And uh, which is a little bit odd for, you know, a lot of people have worked for their fathers, but he was actually my brother and him were salesmen. And I was the sales manager, which made for a very interesting <laughs> conversations occasionally. <laughs> I'm sure. What got you into the car business? He was a salesman and I loved it. I started working in the um, car business when I was uh, 15 years old. I worked in the parts department in the summers. And then I, when I was going to college, I worked uh, in the parts department um, and uh, drove a parts truck. Still like that. Still probably was one of my favorite jobs. <laughs> uh, I've never done anything. I've had other little businesses, but the main thing I've always been associated with automotive, never really done anything else. And I'll be uh, in a couple of weeks, I'll be 73. So pretty much. And I love it. I still like going out and smelling the new vehicles when they come in. And, you know, I, I, I love this business. Oh, good. Yeah. That, that new car smelled amazing. Totally <laughs> <I> agree. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Um, and we like I like it because we're in the um, we get to do ours is a real steady business different than some of the dealerships in that we do a lot of uh, business with uh, small medium sized Houston based companies we do um, bigger we have some larger fleet accounts and we also do retail business and we do 
city of Houston is one of our big customers. So we've got a real variety of mm-hmm. customers, which shields us when, um, it, you know, if we ever have another downturn. We don't go down as much, but being in the commercial and with some in the retail, we don't go up as much either. But it's better for planning wise and steadier. It's a different. We're a little different than most dealerships. You know, everybody thinks they are, but ours really is. And shop and our parts and just a little bit of everything we do. It's it's a it's a uh, kind of a we're a Ford dealer, but we're a pretty unique. Ford dealer. I'll say that. Okay. So what, what made you begin to think about succession planning and, and why did you initially engage? Well, my daughter and my son were both involved in the business. My daughter came late. She's a CPA. She worked for PwC for a while and then decided she wanted to come into the business. So I told her, now you're going to have to go back and change oil and, you know, work in the quick lane and, you know, learn about the business because, I'm a big believer that uh, people give you respect. You don't take it from them. And they need, you know, you need to care about the people that work here. And unless you know what they do, you always just start off as, you know, the, you know, the CFO of the company, no matter how bright you are, you're not going to really understand what we do. And my son had done the same thing. He started off and worked in the parts department, worked in the sales, worked in service, you know, but he started like in high school and college, did it. Or Mandy, she played softball at the college, so she did. Well, they were both involved. I was getting older. We were doing, doing good. However, I had seen so many other dealerships and other people that had private companies do a really poor job of transferring the, you know, going from one generation to another generation. And I knew we needed help. And Mandy and Patrick had gone to something that the Ross group spoke at uh, the Texas Auto Dealers Association. They were in a a kind of young dealers group and they, uh, y'all spoke at that. And then I'd heard about the Ross group through a whole different source. And so I knew we needed help. I didn't know what it would cost. I didn't know what they would do. And I knew that my CPA was trying to advise me, but it, it was just not, not everything that we needed. He could advise on a few, almost stuff that really wasn't even as important. Because to me, the most important thing was the transition between me to the kids and keeping the business going because We've got around 100 employees here, and we affect those 100 families. And I wanted to make sure I didn't mess it up. And, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas come around every year, and I didn't want it to be awkward. And and, uh, my son and my daughter are real different the way I deal with each one of them. So I knew I I needed help. I didn't know who to go to. And so we called the Ross group. They came in, I mean, and – then gave us a plan and it was um i knew then that i'd call the right people because it was going to be way more complicated than what I, I <laughs> figured. and i knew then i was going to screw it up <laughs> and um we um uh, i think that was in 2015 that we got together uh early in 2015 and we're still using them you know we got through the I call the core stuff, but then they put disciplines as we went through it. 
we learned how to make our company better where we could really grow it because, you know, at first it was just Mary and I and our family, and now it's two different families, and they've got, you know, four kids between them. Mandy's got three little boys. Patrick's got one. And so we wanted to grow the company, and Mary and I, I wanted to be where uh, I didn't want to ever have to ask them for money that, you know, we could transfer stuff, but then, so we went through everything and got our wills uh, updated. We had wills, but we got them updated where it was current stuff and did trusts and, you know, we progressed and that was important, but where I think where it actually was more important, we figured out how to run the company better. I mean, we're good at, selling vehicles, selling labor, selling parts. And I'm a big believer in hire um, professionals to help you with all the other stuff because you're not good at it. We, and we need to focus on selling labor, parts, and vehicles. We do that, we do good. And we can afford the money to, to pay the people to help us and it gets done correctly. And, you don't, and I'm a big believer in uh, if you deal with people you can trust, you don't have to worry, you know, they'll charge you a fair price. You don't have to go out pricing stuff. And and I, I've done that in all the all my dealings with whether it's health insurance, 401k, all that stuff. I deal with people that really know what they're doing. And um a lot of them I've known for a long time. And and that we don't I don't want us to mess with that. I want us just to concentrate on. And, and I don't go with the lowest price. I want to go with somebody that's really good, looks after our company and our employees. If I have a problem, I'll pick the phone up and call them, and I know they're going to take care of it. And, and the Rawls Group helped us in that. Like, um, I'm not the most uh, um, disciplined, but not formal, I, I would say. They put some formality in us doing because I think as dealers, we, we're we good at urgent. We're not good at important. Yeah. And, you know, when they come in every quarter, we have a board meeting. We'd never do that before. But we have a board meeting. We put stuff in writing. It's just, and, and my kids are more like that. But I'd have run over the top of them, and we wouldn't have done it. And, and we, when, when the Ross people come in, we do important stuff. And we have a, you know, we did a management advisory board, which I'd have probably, I'd have never done that. It's really been good. And in fact, they pitched me out of it. Now we're, when we do it, then they have their meeting, I leave and they do it. And it's probably when we started in 2015, I may not have been quite ready. I knew I needed to do it, but I may not have been. But as we progressed through it, I got where I was completely ready and it's worked out way better where, you know, I wanted to get, I told him I wanted to get work. I don't, if I'm in Houston, I don't have to go to the dealership and I don't have to call them and tell them I'm not coming, even though I do, but I can do that now. And the dealerships doing better, making more profit than we've ever made. And not just because of the times we were doing that before Kids are doing a, I, I think I did a good job of getting it to where it was. They're doing a good job of taking it to where I would have never taken it. 
And it's, it's just been really a pleasant experience. You know, at first, when I got the price, I was a little worried because I thought, oh, man, that's a lot. Then I figured, what the hell? The value of the company compared to the price, it was actually nothing. Then when I saw what uh, the Ross Group was doing for us and how important that was, it took a, a few meetings and I realized, oh, this price really isn't very high compared to what they're doing. First, I thought, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but then, and I've had some friends, I've referred some friends that, that have used y'all, and I tell them the same thing. I said, hey, think of the value of your company. This is a pittance, and we're going to screw it up if we don't hire somebody that knows what they're doing. And and I guess I didn't want somebody that it was a sideline to. I wanted to hire somebody who that's what they did. That was the main thing that they did. And then with the uh, how many dealerships y'all have done, it made me feel good because I figured I'm not going to have anything that's going to come up um, that they haven't seen before and can give me good advice on how to, how do you handle this? Because as a dealer going through it or any kind of business owner, you do this once. We can't, you know, and if you screw it up, you're screwing your family up and your business and, and the hundred employees is not fair to them. And so, um, any, well, sorry, I probably talked too much. But anyway, that's 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 kind of the way I felt about everything that that we've um, done with y'all so far. Okay, is there anything in addition? Because um, a lot of people assume succession planning just to be the wills, trusts, buy sells, and um, getting a was, life insurance policy. Is there anything in addition that you learned from the from the process? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that was the least of it. You know, that's the formal part of it. But just going through and and uh, how, um, you know, uh, we did the uh, pro scans. <laughs> We're doing pro scans, and they've really helped us hire people. Helped us. I'd done those before, but we did them, and Jeff Bannon and Jeff Faulkner were our main two, have been our main two contacts. And they helped us learn how to deal with each other better. Because my son and I are probably more similar than my daughter and I. But we would still, Patrick and I could get into it and then every, then go to lunch. Mandy, a eh, couple of days with her. and But even Patrick, he likes to schedule stuff out where I'm more of an off-the-cuff. So it, I think it it taught us, they helped us go through how to deal with each other better and to, and to understand how to approach each other. And we would get through it before, but it was kind of a little rougher. Now, if we think about those things, and I think it helped us hire people, see how they were going to fit in with everything. So, so I thought the trust and the wills and all, and all that stuff was important. I'm not minimizing. It was really important, but I think the other stuff has uh, helped us more, helped us make more money where it made the, our little fee that we paid at the start that I thought was so high. Like it was really a bargain. And now what y'all charge us is like hardly anything. And cause I had a friend of mine, he said, well, are you, 
why do you keep using them? I said, because it's it's really cheap and they're still, I get way more out of it than I pay or I wouldn't do it. And, and I said, they really keep us on the right track where I think we could get, it's real easy to get off track. And we did, a, which I was totally against this. We went to do a um, um, strategic planning. Yeah. Okay. And I was against doing it because I said, I've seen too many of these where the companies that it's a, it's a big line. I said, I don't want to do it. It's a, it's not, people don't live by it. So we went through a lot to get that. And um, we actually do what it is. It was, it's been really good. It keeps us focused. It's what we really are. And we go back to that, which I would have never, I was really, really against. And, uh, but I think all the other stuff has been way more valuable than, uh, than the, not that the trust and that stuff aren't important. We just got through doing some more and transferring the ownership and, and all that. But the, um, all the other stuff has been at least as important. The fluffy stuff around the edges that's been so important. And, and I do, I, I really credit that with helping us manage the company better, manage our employees better treat our employees better and just a lot of the stuff that we've done that, um, you know, Mandy was more, she's always cared about the employees. Patrick and I, not that we don't, I don't mean it that way, but we probably approached it a little different where I think we've gotten the best of both worlds. And uh, it's the, it's really helped us focus on what we need to focus on and be good to the employees and yet we're making more profit than we've ever made. And I know that, you know, part of it is, you know, we're in Houston and we've got a Ford franchise, but I don't think we would be doing as well as we are if it wouldn't have been for the Rawls group helping us be more disciplined in our approach to everything that we're doing, because when they put some of that stuff in and then we, we do, you know, when they're not here, we're still doing those management advisory meetings. We're doing, doing all that stuff we put discipline in and the way that we approach stuff the pro scans the way we look at stuff when we go to hire we send them to y'all y'all give us a little analysis on them all that stuff has really helped us manage our company manage our company manage our employees and 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 it kind of goes over into our personal lives too that it's 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 made the transition where it's not we figured out who should be running the company and even my son-in-law is involved in this now, whereas he wasn't before. My daughter, you know, she's got three kids where she's going to be stepping back a little bit. Her husband came from the oil and gas, and we could have never hired somebody like him, normal case. But because of all the stuff we're doing, I think it allowed us for Denny to feel good about coming into the company and the, because Patrick and Denny will really run it in the future, and I think Mandy will step so she'll be involved, but not as much. And I think having y'all involved helped us be able to do that. Where I don't think we would have done it. I don't, I don't think it would have worked as well before because Patrick and Dennis went off by themselves, figured out. Because I said, you know, you'll be partners with Mandy legally. But in reality, you and Dennis are going to be partners and y'all are going to be running it. But y'all need to, to figure this out. Well, 
I don't think before we could have figured out how to go about that to to manage that. And and Dennis is we could have never hired somebody just out of looking, you know, and my controller had been with me for over 25 years. Well, we would have never got somebody like Dennis. Well, now Patrick can worry about operationally. Dennis is way better than CFOs and most, you know, smaller dealerships like ours. He helped take a company public. And we're set up for them doing well in the future. They sat down and talked about what, what they want the business to be for their families and their kids. And so I think that going through the whole process allowed us to do some of this stuff on our own. And then when y'all are here, we bounce stuff off of you. And so, and or pick the phone up and call you or email you or whatever. And it's just been a really, um, the experience has gotten better over time, not worse over time. And um, it, it started off good and it's really, it, it's a, one of the best relationships that, that, that that I've ever had, and I'm pretty old. I a lot of relationships in business, and and this has been is really good. And I know it helped our family, which is really important to me for the grandkids and for my kids because we got we do a lot of stuff together. We all really like sports, and we do that so so we can be around each other, not at work, and not saying work never comes up, but we don't have. Um, issues like I've got several other friends that have businesses and and some are estranged from their kids because of you know business stuff got into it and then his wife got mad at him because of all, all kinds of issues and I haven't had you know mine's been pretty good I mean I think I was ready for the transition and, and I think that's one thing that the, as a dealer you got to be ready to step back and let other people do it but it's actually really pretty good because there's nothing, you know, getting your company started and running it and being successful is a good feeling. Seeing your kids step in and do even better is a better feeling. <laughs> I didn't realize that at the time, but it really makes you good because you see them do some stuff better than you, but in the same vein that you would have done it. So you kind of feel like, well, I had a little something to do with that. And so it makes you really feel good. And, and I think the the having y'all help us figure out how to do that because it's not intuitive to do that. You have to have other say, well, consider this, this, and then you go, Oh crap. I didn't think about that. And I think that's the biggest thing It's somebody that helped us avoid, you know, we may hit a little bumps in the road, but we didn't come where we ran off the road because of it. And you see people, try to do it themselves. I had a friend say, oh, my CPA is helping me. That's all I need. I thought, oh, that's it. Those, those are the easy things. <laughs> the other, the personal relationships and all that stuff are the really hard things. And that I think it helped. Um, okay. It helped me listen to the kids and I really listen, not just hear them, but listen. And, and then I think it helped them listen to me better and understand where I was coming from on things. So it, it's just been a, uh, you know, after 
you know, y'all asked me to do this and I kind of thought about it and I pulled out, I've got the thing originally from in 2015. I thought, how we've done all this stuff, man, really <laughs> worked out really good. And, and, uh, cause I thought, man, this is kind of an ambitious list at first on how we're going to do all this. And, um, it's just been a really, really pleasant experience to go through at first. Now I tell both the Jeffs, I said, man, kind of dread when y'all come in. Cause I said, now we got all these important things that are hard. You know, you're having to make really important decisions that affect you and your family for the rest of your life on that. But it was important that we did that stuff. We got it behind us and now we just, we have some stuff, but it's not as much. And it's, um, and, and I guess um, I'm on, you know, the Houston Auto Dealers Board and the Texas Auto Dealers Board and all that. And you go to these luncheons and stuff and you talk to people and you see guys in their, you know, mid to late 50s and their dads are still involved and they haven't done a lot of planning. And you think and, and they have multi dealership groups and you go, oh, my Lord. And, and it's. Um, I'm just really happy we did it when we did it. And we, uh, and I think it, it made, uh, it made the kids take more real ownership and of the dealership and the responsibility, not that they wouldn't have, but I think the formal process was very helpful and I wouldn't have done it that way. I just didn't have the knowledge and experience to be able to do that. And with y'all coming in, putting a formality to it on what we needed to do and being disciplined and every quarter being here, maybe it was every other month at the start. I can't remember. And, uh, but it's really helped us. I mean, it's been invaluable that um, what we've done and all our stuff you know, we had a lot of stuff done with Ford already, but we've kept that in mind on everything that that we were doing. And, uh, you know, we had another uh, dealership and, and kind of going through this process helped us decide it, it was not. We probably should have never bought it, but we got rid of it. We kept it five years and got rid of it. And it was a good decision to get rid of it. And I think our processes that we put in place with y'all allowed us to do that and sell it, come out fine on it, and 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 concentrate here. And all of a sudden, we made more profit here than we'd have ever made, even considering the other one. If it was doing what we thought we were making more with one and just had that to look over and are growing this organically and came through those decisions by our quarterly board meetings and and thinking about stuff more strategically than what we did before. Cause I'm more of a gut guy and it gets you in, make some good decisions and a lot of bad ones. <laughs> so. What would you so you had you mentioned something about um, being on the boards and seeing older dealers who with their 50 year old next gen that haven't done anything. And from, from what it sounds like is you've, you've really positioned your family and your kids for success. And it's always been 
an interesting psychology for me with those dealers that, that you've interacted with that you mentioned that a dealer will give give their kids braces. Like my parents gave me braces, thank God, because my teeth were really bad. You'll 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 take them to a private school, you'll you'll pay for a private school, or there's certain things that parents will do as their kids are growing up to position them for the best future that they can have. But then when it comes to this family business environment, as you mentioned, a lot of the dealers that you that you interact with, they haven't done any any work. And so it sounds like if they were to pass unexpectedly, they're going to let the chips fall where they may. And who knows if the kids will get along after they're gone or if they can run the dealership. Do you have any any words or insight for those dealers? Well, I think the quicker you do it, I mean, I'm not saying do it when you're really young, but I'm saying when your kids, after they get involved in the store, it's and, and well, and we put something into effect, like when the kids, kids start, they've got to get a degree. They've got to do this. They've got to work here. And, you know, to, to own stock, you've got to be employed by the company. Some of those things like that, I think are real important because I think that's where families really get into it. And if you don't go through this process, you don't do those kind of things that really affect the business. And, and not only your family, like, I mean, we're not very big. We've got a hundred families that are dependent on us to do for their income. And it's not fair to them and that you were too lazy to do the damn planning. And and I would say it the the cost is minimal to do it. It takes a little bit of time and you gotta think about it. Some people don't like to think about that, I guess. But it was the best thing that we ever did. It gives you, when you get through with it, gives you a really good feeling that you've done it. And hey, and then then you see your kids doing really good as they get more responsibility. And and they know how much dealership they're going to own, what they're going to do. And so I think it puts that incentive. Then instead of they're going to get it passed down to them. And maybe, unless you're irritated, that something happens one day and like we all get. I think doing it earlier for especially some big deal. I mean, there's big dealers that haven't done this. So I was really shocked about that. And uh, that I think just the planning part is the main thing that if you do it, you feel so good when you get done with it, that you've got this behind you. And then you see it, doing better than you thought that you're prepared, whether it be really, you know, we've been in really fortunate times lately, but even if it wasn't, you're going to do better because you're, you've got your stuff laid out and it begins to be, you know, I had a lot of people that worked for me for a long time. Well, they were closer to my age than they were the kids, but by going through this, they understood they were reporting to them, not me anymore. And with some of them, it's harder than others. However, they're going to be retiring before long. So we've had all that happen in the last few years. Several people have retired, our pump trailer, our parts manager. So some of that. And then so the kids have hired people and it's their people now. 
So it's really a good, uh, it's just good in the employees see that you've planned for the future because if they're younger, they want to know that this business is going to continue. They, and, you know, we made sure they understood, you know, like we're not selling, we're in it for the long haul. So I think it gives them uh, some certainty about what our plans are as a business and including some of the managers in our management advisory board. And they see what we're planning and what we're doing has been, it's been so helpful. I can't express how how much that's made a difference. And you can see it in the managers and the way they do their job and everything that they're doing, that they feel comfortable and that they can come in and talk to Patrick and Mandy about, and Dennis about anything that they want and that they're going to be heard and that, that, and, and they're religious about having their meetings and what they're going over. And it, it's really been, um, it's reason that we've done better is we put more discipline in how we manage the company because, I mean, we're little, but we'll do $240, $250 million worth of business. So that's not a tiny business. And I was not um, as disciplined as what the kids are. And I think that's the reason that we're doing better now. And I think the employees feel it and the managers feel it, that that we've got a real plan and the way that they go about. It's different than I would have done, but hey, it's really working good. And without y'all coming in, I know we wouldn't have done it the way that we've done it. And as a owner, it makes you feel super good that you started it and hey, it's pretty darn good now. And you have customers call you and tell you about your kids, about your managers, and really, you know, complimentary stuff on the way they were treated. And when I really don't have much of anything to do with it anymore, but it sure makes you feel good that you started it. And, hey, it looks like it's going to be better than when you were doing it. Hey, it might it, – it, I can't express how good it makes you feel when you see your kids doing it and then the managers that they hire taking over and running it and and doing really well with it and and caring about the customers because I'm a big believer as long as you care about your customers, you're going to do pretty good because you treat them good. They're going to come back and do business because our business is based on referral and repeat business like most small companies. And you see your kids doing that and that the and the people that they hired really caring about customers, and you get customers calling you saying, "Oh man, I really like your quick lane manager. She did this and that for me, and 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 all." And you don't have a clue. You don't hardly know who their name, and you think, "Wow, makes you feel really good." Or they'll call and say, "Oh, Mandy or Patrick or Dennis, man, I can't believe that they they did this for me." And it'll be somebody that, I mean, it just might, it's just hard to describe the feeling it gives you that you started it, hey, they're taking it and running with it, and they're doing a really good job with it. Because Mary and I both grew up in Houston, not all that far from where the dealership is. And it just gives you a great feeling about that, that something that can keep going and and that, you put the thing in for the grandkids if they 
decide to get involved. Here's what they've got to do. But you kind of think that that you know that unless we screw it up, hey, we got a good franchise. We're in a great city, and we and we we keep being able to hire good people, and I, I think we treat them good, and that I, I think all of this has helped us be more disciplined in our approach and the way we've done it. So I think that will let us be able to grow this business, whether we get other dealerships, other businesses, or just grow this organically. And I think we'll do probably a combination of all that stuff. And I think they're ready to do it. And whereas before, the way I approached stuff, I wasn't disciplined in what I did where I could do that. It just wouldn't have worked. And and now I think we're set up for where we got a plate. We got you know we did a playbook. We've done done all those kind of things where if something happens, we can put the same things that work here right into someplace else. And so all those things have really helped us. And we'd have never done that. We'd have, there's no way out of that. No way. <laughs> I would have even thought about it. But it's really been it's really been beneficial. And not, not just to making you feel good. Our profits are good. Mm-hmm. We've made more profit because of it. Mm-hmm. It hadn't cost us anything. It's it's helped us. And, you know, doing our, you know, just the agenda for our board meeting, putting all the important stuff on there, what we need to talk about. It's made us get that stuff. Uh, and I know I keep harping on that, but it just, it's just so, that stuff's been really important. And, and I think it's easy for as a dealer to uh, not concentrate on that. That you're so concentrated on what's right in front of you day to day that you don't look out. You think you're looking long term, but you're really not. And that uh, you know the hardest thing is getting good employees because that's who really. Uh, that's who the business is. It's the people that are working here. And uh, they, uh, I think it's allowed us to way upgrade. Uh, you know, we're sure not perfect by any stretch, but <clears throat> it's allowed us to get better managers. And if you don't have good managers, then you're not going to have, you know, good people want to work for other good people. If you get a bad manager, they're going to run some of your good people off. So, so you got to make sure. And I think it's the, the process we put in place for hiring at every level is better than it used to be. So we're getting better people. And we had we were we had good people. But I think now we're the way the process is better. The process wasn't as good before. And so we would get some good and then some not so good. But the process was the same. It was kind of like a draw. Now our odds are better because our process is better. That's a reasonable way to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, any final things that you would want to share with a, a, a dealer, business owner, anything to about the process or your experience? Yeah, exactly. If if you're thinking about it, talk to the Ross group. Doesn't cost you anything. And Go through it because it, it's very well worked. It couldn't, it's the uh, 
I'm not going to say it's the cheapest, but it's the most uh, reasonable thing that I've ever done as far as that goes to help our business, you know, besides having the Ford franchise and the, uh, but it's, it's, it's helped us do so much better in, in my personal life and business and Melvin all, because like it or not, family businesses are tough. I mean, you can say, don't take it home. You take it home. And, and that I think our, my, my relationship was always great with our kids. I think it's actually even better now. And I didn't think it could be, but I think by them seeing Mary and I go through this has given them a different respect for us and and the way that, that we did it, that it was fair and everything that, that we did, that they feel like they were treated fair and that, you know, because they were putting sweat equity in to the dealership. And I, I just think if dealers are thinking about it, it's, it's don't just use your CPA, use somebody else because that's the easy part. The hard part's all the other stuff. <clears throat> so. Awesome. Thank you so much. And um, I met Joe at the uh, NCM Jimmy P program, your son. Um, and it was a pleasure meeting him and um, getting to know him better. Um, so thank you for your time too. Yeah, no, and, and it, well, that's another thing. We, Patrick went to the NCM program and then my son-in-law, Denny, is, I think he starts in, in another few months. He's gonna go through the program and it helped. I think it's helped a lot. We're in a 20 group now and some of the, I mean, it's hard for us because we're, you know, we don't have cars and we're not a heavy duty truck dealer. We're not a light duty. I mean, we're not a car dealer and we're in a, a group with other four dealers and uh, the Jeff and Jeff encouraged that because I'd been in a Volvo heavy truck 20 group. The 20 groups didn't fit us. We finally found one that fit. In fact, Patrick just got back yesterday from a 20 group meeting. The NCM school helped a lot. Denny's going to that. All those things that, and we've utilized the NCM for training our managers and it just a lot of that stuff has really helped us a lot in the way that, that we've approached everything. And it's just, it's, it's just been really good. So now my, I've got good kids. They're smart. They work hard. They care about other people. And if you do that, you're going to do pretty good. Yep. I agree. <laughs> Appreciate everything. Kendall. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Okay. Have a great okay. rest of your day. Okay. All right. Advancing your business, your people, and your legacy is produced by the Rawls Group and hosted by me, Kendall Rawls. You can hear more of this discussion on our website at www.rawlsgroup.com. Thanks for listening.